It's that time of week, folks. Sit back and relax as you join us on Ringside, an American Dairy Goat podcast. What's up, everyone, and welcome to Ringside, an American Dairy Goat podcast. I'm John, and as always, joined by Nate Funk. Nate, how's it going, man? Oh, not bad. A pretty good week watching a stellar sunset outside my office window here. Um, So it's going pretty well. It's been busy, busy in the barn. Things are going a lot better. We are down to four does left to freshen. I think that's as many as you had to freshen. (laughs) It is. (laughs) (laughs) You're done. I'm done. I uh, I had a doe, my um, my H doe gem, freshened today with buck doe twins. So we are officially done with kidding season, <clears throat> which I am more than happy with it. It was a short, sweet yet rough kidding season for us, uh, which I'll get into. But yeah, it's a uh, it's been a heck of a week. Well, I mean, kind of you, you've alluded to it already. What's what's going on? So <clears throat> last week, first of all, I wasn't on the episode, and I really want to thank you and Jessica and, and Jen for stepping up and, and being on for me. Um, I did have dinner with my family, and I know that you alluded to that in the in the episode, but honestly, I just needed a break, a mental day to just relax. Um, basically, we had three of our does freshen on the 10th, 11th, and 12th. And everything went well. All the kiddings were smooth. Um, we ended up, for the season, we ended up with four doe kids and three buck kids and a doe kid from each breeding. So that's that's pretty cool. I like it that. Is. That's, that's um, good. Yeah. So then I had a doe, Carla, who was my three-year-old second freshener and was really hoping that she came into her own this year. Um, she started going off feed. And long story short, uh, we were treating for mass or not mastitis, um, milk fever because she was showing clinical signs of it. Um, and then we were like, well, what else could be going on here? Uh, she wasn't showing signs of an infection or anything. In fact, her temperature ended up plummeting a couple times. Um, we ended up getting her going by, uh, basically, is it from from what she was showing us later on in the week um she she had pneumonia um we had a lot of big temperature swings here where i'm talking 50 degree temperature swings one day it was a 60 degree temperature swing uh it was close to 80 here and then that night it was down in the 20s um so it just didn't really do any favors for her and we fought for her and she she started swinging back and and looked like things were up, and then she went down uh, last this last Monday, and she ended up passing away. So that was that was our first loss on this farm. Um, we haven't had to deal with anything like that, uh, and I honestly thank you and Jen and Jessica and Brandy, along with my vet, for you know giving me encouraging words uh, through all this and advice. It was. Um, unfortunate so i was dealing with that 
last week, uh, last Sunday when you guys did the podcast. Um, and I just, I just needed a day. I think we all get to that point. And I mean, all of us respond differently to losses and, and hard times. You respond by wanting to surround yourself with your friends and talk yep. about goats, which I love. For me, it's I respond with I need to self-evaluate and just take some time. And that's what I did. Um, so I appreciate that. And then we ended the week this week. Um, you know, after that hard loss Monday, we ended the week with Jem Kidding with Buck Doe Twins. It was a textbook kidding for her. Um, both are gorgeous and thriving. And we have very healthy kids on the ground that look stellar. I think these are the best kids we've ever bred. Uh, so it's, it's you know, from one from one low swing to a big high swing. I mean, it just tilted so fast. And I'm happy that we're moving forward and 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 recouping. So yeah, that that's, was my week. <laughs> I would say that's, that is kind of the roller coaster ride of, of uh, farming, I guess, you know. Yeah. You know, it, it's hard. You know, one week it's hard. You're wondering why you do it. You know, the next week you're looking at some of the best kids you've ever bred and you're like, yeah, you know, yeah. and uh, yeah. high five self. <laughs> and, uh, you know, yeah. and that's kind of, what I think, what keeps us going, the high five self. You know? Exactly. Well, how was your week this week? Um. Roller coaster ride as well. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Let's see here. Uh, we start I know. It's, it's such a long the kidding season. It's like, what day is today? <laughs> it, 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 it's Sunday, I think. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. Um, now, we started the week off. We had uh, a fun little greeting. We had another. Lux daughter giving birth to Leah Cadio kids and darling little twin does. Uh, we keep going back and forth as to which one we like, you know, more than the other. And we, uh, we just kind of had a great greet, you know, kidding with that. She, no issues, just boop, boop, two doe kids. There you go. You know, Those can I get on the milk stand now? I want to be milk. <laughs> um, and, you know, she's wonderful. Uh, another doe we had. Actually, that was, I was wrong about it being Sunday. It was Wednesday. There was another doe that was due to freshen uh, on Wednesday. She ended up um, officially freshening on Thursday. Mm-hmm. And it's probably one of the hardest freshenings my wife had to deal with, and I say my wife because we she didn't she was supposed to freshen Wednesday um, afternoon. You know, I, I joked one time that when you and do when does are freshening, it's kind of like trying to um, throw a football from you know Binghamton and getting it through the goalposts at the Carrier Dome in Syracuse. <laughs> yeah. Um, Regional so, jokes, folks. Regional, regional jokes. jokes. <laughs> it's a 50-mile pass. Um, and uh, we, uh, you know, she didn't freshen until Thursday. 
Uh, we had induced her, but uh, she was in labor all Wednesday night, Thursday morning. And a few times we thought to ourselves, should we go in? Should we not? We'd had some bad luck with going in. Yeah. So we were a bit shy on going in. And I said to my wife, I said, should should I stay home? She's like, no, go on, go on in. And so I did. And uh, I was at work for two hours and I get a phone call from her. And uh, I can hear the doe screaming in the background. And my wife said, I need help. I need you here. You know, Maria, our eldest, is trying, but I, I need help. And so I drove home, and it's an hour and a half drive from my work to home. Yeah, yeah. And I'm halfway home, and I'm talking to my wife, and, and actually, uh, she handed the phone to my daughter, Katie, and Katie wandered off with the phone, was telling me about, you know, oh yeah mama and maria are taking care of the baby in, in the labor and hearing you know the doe quivering with screaming and katie's telling me about the birds and stones and rocks and mud and stuff what little eight-year-old girls want to talk about who were raised on the farm and uh all of a sudden katie goes mama walked by and said it's done Um, what happened was in put the head of the only doe kid that was in there, it was a single doe kid, the head had gotten wedged in such a way uh, in trying to help it, it quite frankly ended up breaking its neck in the uterus, in the birth canal. Um, and as such, the kid died. At, which, at that point, the only way to get it out was in pieces. Yeah and uh which anybody can imagine what that's like if they've ever seen the incredible dr pole when he's had to do that with calves it's not a fun process no it's not it's not and my wife who never had to do it with no benefit of a vet um yeah had to do it for the first time ever um to my my wife She's an amazing person. I often She's joke, amazing. I often joke that she is um, the best goat vet in this part of this state, even though she's not a vet. There are a lot of veterinarians around, and I tip my hat to the vets who do practice with goats. We don't have very many of those here where we live, and so we end up having to improvise a lot and you know, have a wealth of knowledge that is up there. Yeah. yeah. And she is amazing. And for her, <clears throat> it was heart-wrenching, you know, hearing her on the, on the phone with me. Um, and even now, she, she feels she could have saved that kid. You know, well, if she if she had known, if she had done this, if she had done that, 
And, and I that's think the problem with something like that is it's a bunch of what ifs. What could I have done differently? Um, it's just the, the, well to make it hard in getting it out and pe- laying it down on the you know on the barn floor as she removed it. She said it, it would have been a beautiful, beautiful doe kit. Yeah, and it was a doe kit, and. Um, what I think hurt more for her was it was the first AI she had done, which had taken with semen, which she had collected. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and for those who know, you know, you and I, it was out of your Baca Ryan. Um, yeah. AI to the California special cane daughter. Um, line breeding on cane. It definitely was a, a fun breeding for sure. Um, we have decided we will repeat the breeding, but it's it's. What, I it's think you said it. Man. You said it best when when she told you about it, um, and it is. And with your situation as well, and God made a farmer. Um. You know, it's one of my favorite poems. Well, yep. And uh, I I said it for years um, and actually have it tattooed on my arm. So God made a farmer. Um, it's a it's a it's a poem I, I like to listen to when things get rough. And I, I uh, encourage our. Our listeners, it's J. Harvey Oswald that um, made that poem, and and there there was a Ram commercial for a Super Bowl <laughs> with that, and um, yep, it's 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 really something that when I'm really feeling down, when I'm feel like I'm failing, I listen to that, and and also just you know do whatever I need to do to heal. Um, and I, you know, it's it's just it was a rough day for your wife. Um, you know, I honestly was a little bit nervous today with Jem because she went like a half hour in between the doe kid and the buck kid uh, to yep. the point where I was I bumped her and I was like, man, it feels like there's a kid in there. And I have I'm a big man. I have big fat hands. So credit to my wife who had the day off today after I got home from work. Um, she gloved up. She went and changed and gloved up and. And went in and she says, yep, I feel a bubble. And I'm like, okay. <clears throat> I'm like, she should start pushing as soon as you put your arm out of there. You get your hand out of there. And she started pushing and, and thankfully it went the right way. Um, but it's, it's you never know with these kiddings. It can be just, a, it, the kid could be off just a little bit of either size, position. Um, there's just so many variables when it comes to it. And, and you're working with so many genetics that you don't know if it's going to work or or, you know, how the kids are going to be, you know, if they're going to be smaller. Like, my Vasco's kids are so small compared to my Orion kids. My Orion kids are huge. Um, well, thankfully, still, I used age does for them. I, I said, this doling was actually on the smaller side. That's kind of what oh, yeah. frustrated Jen. And I'm hmm. sure some of the details I have, you know, totally screwed up. Um, but, uh, you know. Well, she'll I, let you know. <laughs> yeah, I'll let you know. Yeah. Um, yeah. So. You know, it's 
it, just, it, it is. It, it's rough. It's farming. Um, but, you know, whether you're a hobby farmer, kind of, I say hobby farmer, you've got, you know, five to 25 animals. Whether you're, <coughs> you know, a milking dairy and you've got 125 to 200 animals. Um, or whether you're uh, uh, supplementing an income with your animals by, you know, meat animals or soaps or cheeses, um, you know, you're, you're a hobby farmer, you're, you know, a small farmer, you're a commercial farmer, you're a farmer. Um, I realized this week that part of what, you know, ingrained in me is I was born and raised a farmer and everything else was kind of how you paid for the farming. Yeah. And I, and I think with the, the different scales of each type of farmer that probably listens to this podcast is no matter what scale you are, a loss hurts and it's not fun and it's grueling and it's trying and, and it's heartbreaking. Um, but like myself and like you and like your wife uh, and anybody else that loses an animal. It's the important thing is just to keep plugging along and keep driving forward, which I think we're all doing pretty well in our own way. Um, so, yeah, so that's the depressing part of the podcast where we just uh, say, woe is me. <laughs> well, you know, OK, I want to say here, though. Yeah, that our birth, as traumatizing it as it was, uh, it was not. Um, we lost the kid. We saved the doe. Yeah, and so we we cleaned pens today. The the, the job that we all have to do is you got to clean out behind your animals. Yep. And at one point, this doe, you know, who had given birth on. Uh, Thursday had gotten out and was standing out on the lawn, you know, while I was taking Weirville down to Menor Pile. And she's just standing there, kind of broadside. And it's, you know, she's got, yeah, six to seven hours of milk in her. So there's milk in the bag, but she's not uttered up. And she recently gave birth, maybe. What? Well, it was Thursday. On Thursday. And I'm looking at her and it's like she's looking pretty good. Wow, that that dog's looking really good. She's coming out of it um, fairly well. Um, she's a bit sore from the fact that um, as you said, you, know, you gotta have small hands. My hands you know, one of our does, Molly, who was a yearling who freshened three weeks ago. I think my hands are what did damage there. But my wife and even my daughter, Maria, worked on this doe who freshened on Thursday, uh, Lyra. And, you know, she's got a bit of swelling from where they went in. We're treating her with antibiotics because they went in. Um, but otherwise she's doing fairly well. So she's coming out of it fairly good. She's in milk. 
Uh, her spirits are good. She's eating well. Um, the rest of our freshening, the other freshening did very well. Yeah. And, you know, we're thankful for what we have. Yeah, we lost that kid. It was a traumatizing freshening. Um, but I think, I think we came out of it fairly well. Yeah. Uh, moving on, though. Uh, well, can I say can I say one more thing? Yeah. So I just I had about twenty people message me between me not being on the show last week, and also for you know when they saw my farm post and the post I shared on my page, uh, a lot of private messages from, and most of them were listeners. Uh, so I just want to say thank you to everybody for the kind words and encouragement. Um, and you know it. I didn't get to everybody, but I did get, a, I mean, I got a lot of messages and really, I just appreciate it. And honestly, you guys knocked it out of the park last week with me not being here. So, uh, that's extra appreciated. <laughs> did we want to move on to news or did no, you let's move on to news? Other topics. Uh, yes. We look at All things right. as we're, we're recording. Um, All right, so, so with the news, add good news. Okay. Keep it PC. <laughs> I'll try. Uh, so we'll we'll start with um, there's still no word on linear appraisal, but uh, there was a second postal ballot, and the voting period for that ends April first, uh, which is April Fool's Day. It's kind of fitting. <laughs> and um, well, I've heard from directors, you know, on. Facebook, you know, on comments and stuff that they are pretty confident that 2021 linear appraisal is still going to happen. Uh, so I don't, I don't know if they're, they're like three months. The only thing the to worry about. Yeah. But the only thing to worry about is who's going to get seen this season. And, you know, who obviously not everybody is going to be uh, able to appraise. I, I just don't see it happening. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe there's some way that they're able to do it with the amount of appraisers that they currently have. Well, they don't even ha currently have. They're not employed right now. Um, right. And so are they going so, to have to take, if they can get the appraisers that they've been using, maybe they can use those and just not do a refresher, which I, yeah, they always do a refresher. Yeah, um, I just, I don't know. It's it, are appraisals from this, you're going to have like the, uh, the little asterisk next to them, like they did in the Hall of Fame for, you know, some of the baseball players, um, <laughs> you know, is it going to, I don't know. Uh, it's, it's, I don't think it will because they're still getting scored by, I mean, let's face it. Yeah. The refresher is great and probably needed. I'm not an appraiser, so I can't say either way. No, me neither. And uh, I, I don't plan on ever. I'm sorry, folks. Yeah, I don't plan. It's, on a, it's a tough job. It's a tough job. And, and I mean, we could get into this for hours, but uh, it's a tough job. Uh, I know there's some that at least one I thought I saw somebody said that they they weren't appraising they weren't going to appraise this year, um, and that's a personal choice that they, everybody has to make. Um, so it just depends on who's who's going to become employed with ADGA again to be an appraiser, and how many and where and when and how fast they can get it rolling, uh, because time is ticking. Um, so we've heard that. From directors that they're confident that it's going to happen, great. I hope it does. Uh, moving on from that, um, 
I saw that paper registrations are taking four weeks to be processed. So any registrations that you print out, uh, applications that you print out and send in, it's taking four weeks at least for a turnaround. So you're better off uh, planning on the paper. I would say, <laughs> personally, I would say, <clears throat> I would say this. Well, hold off till our next topic. I'm going to come back yeah, to this yeah. paper registration we'll, thing uh, we'll come in back. a little bit later. Um, I would say, I think, shortly, if you have to register an animal now, a paper registration is better than not. I've been well, we'll get into we'll get into that. Um, also, uh, so with NG, uh, there was problems with trying to request for DNA forms to to get your bucks or does or whoever collected uh, and put on file. So uh, they came up with a hot form application um, online. Uh, there's a URL which we'll add to this to the show notes for this and and put it on the post as well on Facebook. Um, so if anybody needs that, just visit that and, uh, you'd be able to click that and get a application filled out and they'll send you the kit and you'll be good. Um, so that's really Adka news right now. I mean, shows are starting to kick off. So everybody, you know, keep, keep looking at your district pages and, and your local shows pages and see when shows are uh, going to be scheduled. I have my, I just requested at work May. And my May is pretty full. At least three shows I'm, we're planning on going to in May. Three. Yep. I so, know of two. Ultimate Buck Show, which is the uh, Northeast Buck Extravaganza. I know the Northeast Dairy Goat Classic, which is the Dairy yep. Goat, the Doe version of the Buck Show, which is mm-hmm. again at the Ultimate Fairgrounds in New York State. Three. Okay, you got me. What's the third? Uh, uh, nutmeg. Oh, the nutmeg classic. Yes, yeah. yes, up in New Hampshire. No, Connecticut. It's New Hampshire, not New Hampshire, New England. Yeah, forgive okay. me, forgive me, <laughs> Connecticut people. So, uh, yeah, is that so kind of just... like the the the, the, uh, the concert when they're like, "All right, New York," except in Chicago. Yeah, <laughs> pretty much, and then it's just crickets. That kind of deal. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, let's move on to our topic, which this week is... The uh, NG. NG system. Also, uh, not going. Not great. No go. We're going to keep this mature. Right? We don't want to be immature well, in about any this. Comments, we do pre- prefer be kept mature too yes um yeah yeah anyone comment on these and no going after people um you know can i <clears throat> sorry i will can uh I... let i'm gonna say uh the bear has been poked uh i'm not holding the leash back yeah um, yeah as, go. as you're yeah so i want to preface this with i appreciate and applaud all of the employees that are working in the office and the volunteers that are taking their t- own time to help alleviate and fix the issues that are with NG. They should not have fallen in their lap to fix this. They should have been in the developer's lap from the beginning. Um, 
the developer will touch on. But I really appreciate every single person, Lisa, Shirley, the new PPM, everybody, Jim, everybody. Jim Vandal. It's, it's yes. A Dave it's, Abbott, it's, I appreciate too. <clears throat> yeah. Everybody's everybody's working really hard, and it's really appreciated. And again, I applaud you guys. You guys, you guys deserve a medal after this. I would say uh, Penny in the office, who I've heard people have said to given you know some good help yeah. to people i have i have heard very few if any negative comments about everybody in the office it's been Other nothing but than the phone's not being answered well <laughs> yeah but well, when I the mean, phone uh, is ringing off the hook i was gonna say how many people are calling you, right now with issues yeah um i'm also it's... gonna say that this <laughs> with with my thought is, is this is What's going to be coming out forward here is the opinion of two breeders. Yeah. Okay, this is not the opinion of anyone out there, unless if your opinion matches up with our opinion, great. <laughs> if it doesn't, great. If you have reasons to feel that we need correcting, feel free. I'm happy to uh, listen to get this more is... information than I have. Um, and... You know, if it helps change how I think, great. I think we both have right. banged our head on the wall of NG um, enough. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, but so anyway, John. So I'm going to start this off with a little scenario. So Nate, your TV company gives you a call. And they say, hey, we're adding new features and, and a new channel to our services for you. It's not going to cost you anything, but maybe a dollar for every channel that you want to add in the future down the line. You say, great. That sounds wonderful. I'm, I'm fine with that. Go ahead and make those updates. And they say, okay, it's going to be a couple days offline. Are you all right with that? <clears throat> That's kind of annoying, but I'll deal with it. So they're like, okay. So they go offline and they launched their new improved software on your TV box, on any online applications that you may use for your cable company, and you know videos on demand, all that stuff. And you're like, great. So then you start surfing your channels. And you know, some channels are pixelated, not really working. Others, they don't have any sound. Others are just completely missing. And you're looking for anything to work right and it's just it's not what you were imagining as a new and improved cable box and new software so as a paying customer <clears throat> you call them up they answer the phone and you are able to say hey this isn't working right uh i'm getting pixelations and and all this stuff. And they're able to troubleshoot it right then and there uh, and fix it for you. But this was like a week of you dealing with that issue. So you say, hey, I need like I've been paying full price for this, but I wasn't able to use these services. So can you, you know, retro me some money on my account for the time lost? And they say most cable companies will say, yeah, no problem. Why 
are we so quick when our TV services or our phone services or whatever aren't working? Why are we so quick to call them and get mad that our services aren't working? But when it comes to ADGA and this new system, NG system, next gen, not working, we're told just be patient. It's it's going to work. Why do I need to be patient for something that I'm working with that you promised me how long ago that it was going to be live and it was delayed how long ago and for how long? And now I get it and it's broken. I've heard of breeders who have kids that have been reserved who are high-end breeders they can't even send kids out because they can't get them registered or they register them and there's six of them showing in the system i saw or that they one. Get, yeah or they get each one with birth dates wrong yeah each one with different stuff on it or the the fourth gen pedigree that we used to get with it the paper one that you can pay for they shouldn't have left the office they say so why do you leave the office? This is my issue here, is that everybody, not everybody, but a lot of people are like, oh, listen, don't don't start with the pitchforks and all that. And I don't want that, but I want the services to work that we're all paying for, that we spent as a registry millions of dollars to get this developed. Does that look like a million dollar software to you? Doesn't to me. That website looks like something I could have made on Weebly. Are we serious right now? And I'm going to get into other points, but I don't want to take them all. I just want to say that why are we so quick to jump down the throat and figure out what's going on with our our TV, our cell phone, our insurance, if for some reason it lapses and it wasn't your fault? Why are we so quick to jump down that company's fault? But with this registry, it's kid gloves, and we can't. We have to be calm, and we can't ask for answers. And if we ask for answers now, we don't even get them. So why why is that okay? Why has that been the norm? It can't be. There's no reason for it whatsoever. That's my point. Okay. So <laughs> first off, um, it's a lot to unpack. It is a lot to unpack. So I'm going to first say, with the delay, when they delayed it. I personally believe that they shouldn't have rescheduled for it to go live. Personally, should have I gone feel, live at all. Personally, so <laughs> okay. Um, you and I, John, have have played uh, games online. Okay, video games. Yeah, yeah, video games. Um, one of my favorites, and people can boohoo me or whatnot, was. Uh, Diablo 2 by Blizzard. Um, okay. And Blizzard is a developer for those that don't know. Yeah, software developer. So, when they came out, first they made Diablo 1. And then they said, hey, we're going to make Diablo 2. And we were like, ah, yay! Except they said, we're going to come out with it and this year. And then they said, we're not ready next year. And then they said, we're not ready next year. When they were finally ready, they came out with it. But it went through like five years of development 
before they were ready. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of this, what part of the problem was, is we were in a hurry. I say we. Portions of Adgar were in a hurry to get the hands on this next generation software. Well, let's let's also face it. When it was delayed a week, there was people, a lot of people in District Three um, that come to mind, uh, that were super mad that it was delayed for what was it? Two well, weeks. Well, it wasn't just weeks? District Three. There were people <clears throat> in District Four, and that's just the one that came to mind because that was the uh, most vile, like violent one. That was <laughs> the, really the one I, know, I know the one you're thinking of, yeah. but but you know, it's one of these things of. When it was put off a month, maybe it should have instead been put off a year. Or six months. Or six months. Six months would have put it like, ah, November. Nothing's happening in November relatively. Very few Six months would have been like August, but yeah. Yeah, Yeah, but still very few kid registrations. uh, People not trying to ship things out. Um. I think show season would, wrapping up. Show season would have been wrapping up. We would have been um, throwing the things in in Ross still, um, and I guess part of the problem has been that um, I, I, I said, you know, to my wife quite frankly earlier that it seems like really the biggest problem is for us computer nerds that we're going from Windows format to OS 10 on Apple. Yeah. Okay. And they don't jive. They don't really communicate well. And as such, they're having to connect this dot to that dot. But the problem is it's 20,000 dots to connect one at a time. And instead of taking a year or six months or even two years or 18 months to connect those dots. They've said, Hey everybody, here it is. There you go. And here we are. Um, Mike, I'm not going to give a scenario of insurance company. I'm going to give what happened with me. I have two dough kits for sale. I've been interested buyer. Yes. I would like to buy those two dough kits. Thank you. Um, can, can you register them for me? I most certainly can register those for you. Don't be me for get, seeing all these NG issues going, not going to bother me. Um, I go to log on, and I can't log on. I can't log on. I'm panicking, this now being back when the linear appraisal thing was going on. And saying, oh, I didn't get the email. I can't change my my preferences. I've got to log on. I've also got these kids I want to register. What's going on? Um, Jim Vanderland, very good. He said, oh, I see, Nate. Um, yep, I know you were uh, a stop last year. I'll be sure to get you the email. David Abbott somehow sees the email or hears of it. He looks into it. He goes, Nate, even though you've been... A member for all but maybe five years of your life. Some reason the new system has you as a non-member. I'll change that. <laughs> so he changes, puts me back in as a member. That's good, right? Yeah. So now I'm 
cutting through to these Tudo kids now um, last night to finally get them registered. And I'm going through the registration form thinking, I don't know what people are complaining about. This is going along okay. It seems okay. I can click on the dam and say, register her kids. Pretty good. I click on that. Her name, her number, her birth date, her everything about the dam comes up fairly quick. I click on the sires tab, a little orange box. All the sires I have access to on my that I've ever had access her on my herd come up. I click on the sire of these two doe kids. No problem. His number, its name come up beautifully. I get down through color and marking. Oba Hosley, yep. You know, you know, medium bay with correct black markings. It accepts it beautifully. It says, yes, these are over Hosley. I get to tattoo and I type in funk and so that tattoo is not available. Wait a minute. I've had that tattoo for years. I type in my tattoo again. That tattoo is not available. Just for giggles, I enter my daughter's tattoo. That tattoo is not available. I start tapping, typing in every tattoo I know of. That tattoo is not available. That you so, know of that your family has. Exactly. And that my family <laughs> has. Yeah, my, yeah. I type in mine. I type in my daughters. I type in uh, my other daughters. I type in my sons. None of them come up. So I'm like, huh, that's crazy. So I go back to my account settings. And I look, and it shows us as members, and our tattoo, for what our tattoo should be, is blank. <laughs> we have no tattoo, according to NG. The tattoo we've used for the past however long, poof, gone. Well, they're able to fix the issue, right? I say, okay, this is great. I'll just submit a, a complaint claim, a, a report, a report ticket. Oh, this would be great. I'll type it in. Okay. I hit submit. I get the little thinking circle, and it goes away. But it does not say it's been submitted. I click again. Little thinking circle. It goes away. does not say it's been submitted. Everything stays on the screen. It doesn't kick me to another screen. It doesn't say your, you know, your report's been submitted. It doesn't say anything. I don't get an email. So either someone in Adga has like 20, 20 complaints from me on the same thing because I kept pressing the darn little button, or nobody had a clue until they listened to this podcast. Um. Maybe they stopped after the first five minutes, but yeah, um, <laughs> you know, it's so it's it's one of these things of, and I'm thinking to myself, well, I should call them Monday morning, right? I've seen all those posts about being on hold for five hours and nobody answered or being clicked off to, you know, a busy signal after five hours. So this is where you, we are at. I ended up so I ended up finding a paper file registration, filling it out by hand, which is no biggie. 
And the one I had had transfer information on it. And I ended up sending that with the kids. Not how I want to so, do things. That's not no, our normal who, MO. Who does? Yeah. You want you want to be able to submit it and have it transferred the the registration <laughs> Do you need a refill? <laughs> the uh, the registration transferred and, and mailed over to the buyer. Um, so what would have happened if that buyer said, well, without having that, I don't feel comfortable with sending this and having a four week turnaround, mind yeah, you. Minimum. Four week minimum. What would you have done if they backed out of the if they backed out of that sale because they didn't feel comfortable with waiting that long for a registration of the kids? Honestly, we would have understood that they didn't feel comfortable, and we would have had to lose the sale. Now, that, would if you... these were kids, well, Britt, I mean, very well, Britt. I, I, I'm not trying to brag or, or, or anything on my animals, but I'm not going to turn around and sell them for half the price because they're technically unregisterable as of right now. I've been lucky. The buyer had been following the Edgar situation. He right. knew. Which which is awesome. Um, there's going to be some people out there that are probably going to lose sales from this. And or I don't know about you. Have. Yeah, or already have. I, I was talking to a, a friend of mine in a meeting the other day. And, and uh, she was saying, I can't register kids right now and it's killing my sales. So my problem when it comes to that is that you kind of feel like Adga's getting in your pockets and, 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 and really hindering your business from thriving because you can't make you can't seal the deal and and make that sale. Now not everybody's losing sales. It's not a common common thing, but there's people out there that are. And that's a lot of money lost to them. I mean, I, I haven't registered my kids or even posted them for sale yet cuz I don't know what's going to happen. I I will say this. So, lucky for us, the guy was fully understanding and he accepted the paper registration. Um, they were vaccinated for the things they were vaccinated for. The tattoo, they were disputed. Uh, registration paper were filled out, signed. Um, as much as we can do in the current state of affairs. And he was uh, he was accepting of that. Uh, I know some people who have had to do that. I will say our other kids, our kids that will stay... We will wait to register them. We will hold yeah. off yeah. on registering them. Um, we will, and, and that's probably a good thing to do because it alleviates work for the office. If you don't need to register a kid, don't do it because at least that's one less thing that they have to worry about right now. Sad to say, it, it, it but, does hold off. It does make it so that you hold on to that kid for a little longer, and you kind of look at it a little longer, and you're going. Do I need to keep that kid? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So not really so they're also <laughs> inhibiting our our goat cole- collector. Like, <laughs> well, then, it does go the other way. Problem. Do I really want to mess with the the headache of trying to sell that kid? 
Maybe I should keep yeah. that kid. Um, you know, it's it's one of these things of. I, I think honestly, for me, the bottom line is. It wasn't ready. No, this was a product that should not have been given to the public yet. It should not have been given to the members yet. It should have been tested. There were other ways, you know, if I know I heard there was the push to try to get it live so that the Guernseys could be registered. But I made that but, point. In, I mean, a, in a post. You could do a spreadsheet. That was kind of pointed out. You could do a spreadsheet and, you know, keep record of who they were. You also, you know, anyone who's ever worked with Microsoft Access is a database software, very simple database. You can make your own database. Um, quite frankly, where I work, uh, we keep it's we use it for one of our programs. Uh, oh, have fun with that. <laughs> I know, but still, well, it, it's not great, but you know, the, for what we use it for, it works. You know, for interacting with the public, you know, keeping record of, of you know, people's information, it works. You could easily do some something, you know, with Microsoft Access, you could do Excel spreadsheets, that they could have kept the Guernsey information and still allowed them to register. Or why, why couldn't they have taken and added just simply, they added Nigerians to Ross, they added Sables to Ross. Why right. was the Guernsey? Why was there a cap? What? It's like, why was there a cap that, oh, can't, can't add another breed? <laughs> Unless like maybe it, was, it would have crashed unless the, site. the software couldn't handle it, unless you know number of users, um, which I don't know. Again, there are people who are working in this who know things that we don't. Well, there's a lot of people that know things that working you know behind the scenes that we don't. And that's because there's been, quite frankly, a huge lack of communication. Uh, our directors are working their butts off trying to get information for us, working their butts off. And, and there's a, a few that stand out when I think of it. Um, but it's just there's no communication. They're finally put it put on the site what issues are being worked on, what are known issues that haven't been worked on, what's on like back burner. Um, like one thing that kind of ticks me off is that because there's no you can't you, you can't take these pedigrees that are being added and go well it must be right for like gene who runs adga genetics you know he doesn't know if they're right or wrong right now so what's he doing he's not he shut it down I mean, you can still access adga genetics but adding in anything new he shut it down until this stuff's fixed so that means, like myself, say I, I register my page daughter. And I'm like, oh, I want to see what the breeding is going to look like for the buck I want to use on her next year. I can't because she's not going to be added in by the first. And that's I 100% agree and understand and appreciate everything that Gene does with that program. Just he so for, for is our amazing. Who don't know, 
uh, Gene, who runs the Genetics website, uh, stated earlier this week or this weekend that yeah. he has stopped updating Adga Genetics using the data supplied by Adga until the the issues with NG have been figured out because some of the pedigree information people are receiving on their fourth generation reports, which shouldn't have been left, shouldn't have left the office because they were inaccurate. Completely um, wrong. Because they were wrong. Um, or some papers have had of kids who have been registered have been written in error. Um, yeah, either like wrong dam or sire or grand dam or grandsire, whatever. Right. Because of the errors that are happening, Gene has basically said, I'm, until these things are fixed, I will not be updating the Genetics website, basically maintaining the integrity of the website, which he maintains. Okay. Yeah. So that we're not looking at you know, playing pedigree on two doe kid, a doe kid and a buck kid and being thinking, oh, it's going to be this awesome, you know, inbreeding or, or potential when really it's not. Um, so Gene has declared that. I also know, again. Which is the right call. It is the right call. And I applaud him for that. It's a tough decision to make. Been, I'm glad he made it, um, especially yeah. knowing that here we are. We're in the last weekend of March. You know, next time we record a podcast, it'll be April. You know, Ooh. normally he updates. The, you know, at the end of the month. And do you update with data you know is wrong? No, right. no. You, you know. you say the data is wrong. I will not use it. Anyone who works in agriculture and science or anything knows that if the information you're receiving is wrong and you know it's wrong, you don't use it. Um, so, so people can't log on. There's people that can't register kids. There's people that can't even find their herds, can't their tattoos wrong. Everything you can think of. There's, there's a lot of different types of issues that are going on with NG right now. Uh, and with those fixes that are going on with the system from the developer, uh, who I believe is out in, I think they're India, uh, they're in India. Um, so there are, there's also weird times to even just communicate back and forth with the developer because definitely two way different time zones. Um, so with those fixes that the developers are doing, from what I'm reading, we're paying for those fixes. Right, this isn't part of the contract. I don't know that. Yeah, I yeah. Oh, yeah. That. Do you know? I that? mean, that's what I've I've seen it written down many different times online. Now, maybe I'm wrong. I hope I'm wrong because it makes zero sense. So I want to know with those if we're still paying. I hope God. I hope we're. I, I hope I'm wrong. But if we're still paying, I want to know where our budget's at for this thing. Well, and, and, you know, where are we at? People with it? who have pointed that out, um, I do wonder how far over budget we have gone on this. We, we must be over budget. Okay, we have to be. 
We have to. I, I can't. But as far as this goes, as far as paying per, like I've seen people say, oh, we're paying per issue. Um, and I know that one of the issues not posted is the fact that I know of a lot of ADGA Plus members who have been told that, like me, they're not a member. And the, the tattoos are gone. Um, so, um, but at the same time, until I have information. Yeah. So what I read was, because I've just found it, um, what I read was from a person that's part of our registry um, as just a member, regular member, member. But what they were saying is with most developers, because they work with IT, most developers, after the contract, basically after the software goes live, um, they have a grace period uh, where they still do some troubleshooting for them. But if there's anything that needs to be added in, like, I don't know, the ability to have DNA kits on the new website or you know, request DNA, wasn't added in in the initial software um in order to add new uh things like that you pay so now is that so because i know we are in a multi-phase um, right there, there's at least two phases i think phase two is supposed to be like a mobile app by the way i was thinking about this by the way earlier today <laughs> and it was this I realized like a week or two ago, we were on here, and we were like, ooh, got to play with the new NG. It's kind of cool, kind of fun. There's some, you know, frustrating things about it. Um, I will say that the more and more I play with it, yeah, the more frustrating it is. Um, I certainly hope that our directors out there are asking pointed questions. I, I've heard of quite a few directors who are, asking pointed questions and basically getting told back off, you know, some are getting answers. And I think as a membership, if you've got a director that you can get a hold of, talk to them, find out what's going on. Um, I've noticed yeah. that our district two directors are relatively quiet on this. And I don't know whether it's one of these things of their thoughts and their points have already been made. Do they feel that this is all kind of part of how things go? Or is this one of these things where they thought it was a bad idea to begin with and they're being proven right? Who knows? I um, mean, I'm not going to speak for District 2 directors if at all i'm not i've, I've made a, a pretty sharp point and not um not singling out any directors because i definitely could there everybody knows there's directors who are much louder than others and others that there are maybe maybe need to to bite the bullet and address some of these issues but i don't even think it's the director's faults i i, I, I don't who I, do we blame I, I don't, I don't know. know. I don't know who, who. I don't know that you can really, really play the blame game. Well, no, we I, should. I, we shouldn't. I, I guess my thing that is bad turning wording. to the directors. The directors are kind of our the liaison between the members, the EC, and the committee. Who's been completely quiet? 
in the committee. Yes. Well, I heard that. Yes. And the committee. The Can IT I say it louder for the ones in the back? The, I'll get to that. Or the committee, okay. the IT committee behind this. Now, I will see. Um, I know that some of those members of the the executive committee are taking a lot of heat on this, um, and some of them are in a position where they maybe should. Um, I, I haven't heard, I haven't seen anybody from the executive committee come out with a flat out in any district page or even their own personal page with with a flat out, hey guys. We know there's issues going on. Obviously, we know. We want to just sympathize with you and say, we're dealing with this too. So if we could all work together, that'd be great. Like, just acknowledge that we exist. Just acknowledge us. Acknowledge that there's an issue. It, it, I wonder. I do wonder if it's one of these things of they're just so... They, they may be caught up in the... You're trying to... De- to deal with us. This. this is really kind of a. I feel bad for mess. everybody. There's involved. no way to describe it. It's a mess. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. It's, it's, you know, people can't register goats. You literally, you know what we're, we're back to? We are back to 1981. 1981, folks, I was in first grade. Um, yes, it's dating me. Okay. Uh, we're back to 1981. We're doing paper registration papers. We're mailing them in four to six weeks to get your registration paper back. Um, we're, you know, we're asking for DNA testing. Though I'm not sure there was DNA testing back then. Um, you know, it's what we're up to, you know. You got to send in that that service memo with that registration paper. You've you've got to send in uh, hard copy now, and that's just where we are. Um, and maybe hard copy is not a bad thing. You know, working with you know the things I do, I think possibly you know having a hard copy around might not be a bad idea. Yeah, uh, I don't know sure. that right now I'd fax anything in. I think faxing in would be the same as trying to do it on online right now. <laughs> well, could uh, you even get the fax through if they were doing it? <laughs> well, that's what I mean. I mean, uh, but I do think we're, we're back, you know, folks, we're back 40 years ago. You know? Well, and here's here's one of my points with that, right? Is that this has been an ongoing issue with every new system that they've, that we've, uh, implemented right this is this isn't is this what the third or fourth time that something like this has happened i mean at least we're able to register well at least some of us are able to register goats but this has happened before if i'm not mistaken i'm a newer member so maybe i'm wrong it's happened but and okay so like so it's happened past, before in the past it too will get worked through it the will it's, this is, isn't the it's, end of adga I don't think it'll be the end of that yet. I think it's no. one of these things of, yes, there are a bunch of members I know of who are talking AGS. Okay? But I think 
it's one of these things that's it's gonna it sucks. The timing of the whole thing really is what sucks. Okay. It's poor timing, but but here's here I wanna circle back real quick. So this has happened before, like I just established and you established. And each time from what I've gathered from what I've I mean, I've done a lot of digging. Probably too much. Probably like psychopath digging. But I've done a lot of digging, and it seems like each time something like this happens where there's a major issue, um, it's a lot of just bear with it, just deal with it, it'll get fixed, stop complaining, just just, just basically just shut up and let us do this. So how many times does this have to have to happen before somebody is held accountable? Right? But who do you hold accountable? Well, who signed off on... Hold hold on. Hear me out. Because in in October, we'll get a new EC. Right. Okay. Different crew. Um, The people who are on it, maybe maybe one person may be the same. The rest of them, it'll be up, up in the air. Um... Do you hold your individual directors accountable? Then the on the IT committee. Do you hold the IT committee accountable? They're volu- they're, it's a committee. It's volunteers. Right. So this has been an issue ongoing. So maybe it's time that, and well, we're getting an executive director someday. Uh, but maybe it's time that we say, maybe it's not a good idea to have an executive committee, whoever, on the committee for a year. Which, by the way, they're also not getting paid. <laughs> they're volunteers. So maybe maybe we should have it where it's four-year terms. Because then they can actually work through all these projects that they want to get done and see it come to fruition and actually physically work on it. Maybe... We should, instead of having an executive director for whoever is working for those four years, get some sort of salary for however many hours they put in. Maybe the issue is that one-year terms, it's a broken thing. I'm sorry, Nate, but if I'm getting pushback on something, I just have to say to myself, well, this is terrible. I'm just going to wait a year. And then I won't be on it. And by the time I get back on, maybe people have forgotten about it. I'm not going to put my heart and soul into something that people are pushing this hard on me for. I'm a volunteer. This is ridiculous. Okay, first off. Am I wrong? I think you're not wrong. The the pros and cons to the four-year, to the multiple-year. I think you're right. I'm just throwing it out. (laughs) As far as the multiple-year thing, there may be some some value in having people there for more than a year. A year is really to be on a committee like that, to be, I hate saying it, in charge is it's 12 months, it's it's 52 weeks, it's um, not much time. It's 26 pay periods except the volunteers. Um <clears throat> Well, it's 10 months to have a baby, Nate, and we had a countdown for it. And let me tell you, that went pretty quick. 
So, <laughs> so it creeps on pretty quick. And all of a sudden, you're at 10 months and you're like, oh, man, this is this is real. I better get going on stuff that I need to get done. And, the, and there may be value in, in what you're saying in that, you know, should we... Should we, as a membership, request a, a constitutional amendment to put the EC in for longer than one year? Um, I think so. That, I think that's, but that's a lot. It is a lot. And frankly, our registry as a whole, not everybody, obviously, that's listening here, but our registry as a whole is scared of change. But it, it, So it, I don't think we'll ever see it. The other issue with that is you would have to presume that the members of the EC who are elected to the EC are also reelected or are have a term of length long enough as directors to be on the EC. Right. Okay. So you would have to either lengthen the term of the directors so that the directors who are elected as director for their district, keep, keep in mind. So we have the the directors. You get elected director, and then you get elected. We're just going to pick out direct uh, president of the board. President. Mm-hmm. Okay, you're still a director. So when your director term is up, you. Your, your term as president is up. So your, your president of the board is on the EC. So if you're going to try to have the members of the EC on there longer, you need to play with the term of the director. You, you see where I'm going? No, yeah. So, so I mean, there's still. Be just I'm not for, saying that these people need to be fired or anything like no, that. But I'm just it, saying that it, it's one of these things of. I, I think it, it's something to play with to think about. As far as this goes, I really think it should have been put in testing. It should have been either. Well, they did uh, quote unquote test it. They did test I it. But haven't you know heard. I haven't seen anybody that said, "Yeah, I tested it." But I'm sure people did. I just don't think it was a large sum. I don't think it was a large group. Um, it was certainly not a, a group the size of the ADCA membership. No. I do think I mean, that... How could they? <laughs> what should have happened is they could, should have kept more of the functionality of Ross and slowly migrated things to, to NG... You know, said, hey, we we moved, I don't know, we moved subscription reports to NG. We moved um, show sanctions to NG. We moved, You're right. you know, slowly as, the, you know, play with things, you know, have someone out there playing with all of these various things. Yeah, they call and, it a soft launch. Exactly. A soft launch. It just slowly done it and then been like, hey, folks, it's uh, December 1st. We're moving registrations to NG. And at which point the people who had kids born around Christmas and whatnot would register and go, 
I can't do the tattoo. My my tattoo's not coming up. Oops, we'll fix that. You know, oh, I, uh, my, my overhazly correct markings is saying it's experimental because, it, it, you know, it's not right. Oh, we'll fix that. And by January and February, most of these things are fixed. I'm not a rocket scientist. I'm not an IT person. I'm not claiming to have all the answers. I'm just a breeder who's banging his head against the wall. Just like everybody else that's probably listening to this podcast. And that's that's the whole point of this this episode is not to have a crab fest and to tell people to get their pitchforks and their their torches and let's go after Frankenstein. We're not we're not talking about this here. We're just trying to have an open conversation and let our listeners know who we have many that, hey. We're feeling those frustrations too. And if we can express those frustrations on our platform and somebody listen to and say, you know what, maybe we should be, maybe we as ADGA should come out with a statement and, and, and sympathize with our membership. Maybe we should do something. Um, We just want people to know that you're not alone and that this shouldn't be shoved underneath the rug where we're not supposed to talk about it and we're supposed to stay mature and that it's this is not well, something please, that needs to be talked about. Hold on. Please stay mature. Let's not get... Uh, no, I, not I'm get just saying... Like, going it's without. not immature to talk about the problem is what I'm saying. Exactly. It's now, not having problems is part of what makes us adults. We're adults. We have right. problems. We, we come up with We're solutions. supposed to be able to talk through it. We talk through it. <clears throat> exactly. But... You know, it's—I don't—it's one of these things where it sucks. The situation sucks. I know a lot of people who are jumping ship. Um, I've heard that too. And you know, I guess my thought is, God bless them if that's what they feel they need to do. God bless them. I'm not going to jump ship. Um, we're, you know, we're going to stick it out. I feel that eventually they've got to fix it. If they don't fix it, <laughs> it's the yeah. end. It, it, it's you know, it, it's gonna suck. It, Registration costs might go through the roof for us, but um, but well, it will get through it. They have to. They have to consider if they jack the registration costs to cover all of this. Well, there's also there's um, all, that, I, that, I, that reminded me that drive membership away as well. You know, well, that re- that reminded me that there is currently a postal ballot out there uh, to keep because there's supposed to be a, a registration increase uh, come the first of April or May. I forget. April. So there's a post April, for April this week. Yeah. So there is a postal ballot out, which I don't I think it got voted on. I'm not sure. I haven't seen any results yet that uh, to keep reg- registration costs the same until these issues are fixed, which I believe the date that they put on there for it being fixed, quote unquote, was June 1st. They might have to extend it if that time comes or they might not have to. But but that is one thing that's on the table for being uh, voted on right now in a postal ballot. I just wanted to make sure I shared that because I, I did forget that part. Yeah, that is part of it. Yeah, that should have been. Which is good. It. Thank you for doing that because that makes a ton of sense. Um, you know, it, it's one of these things, I guess, is... My thought is, if you encounter a problem, it prevents you from registering, which this time of year is the main problem. 
Um, if it prevents you from doing a show sanction, that could be a problem. Yeah. If you encounter a problem and you can't submit, like for me, I'll be honest, my next thing is I'll probably contact my director and say, look, I had this problem. Um, this was the background on the problem. I tried submitting a ticket. I can't submit the ticket. I'll contact my director. It's a pain in the butt for them. It's part of the reason we elect them. Um, and most districts have multiple directors, so you can pick the one that you can deal with easiest. Yeah. And go from there. You know, it's... Uh, so that's my advice to people, is, is if you are finding yourself hitting that wall, not able to register, not even to log on, there literally may need to be somebody at ADGA, which you can't get hold of because they're being on hold for five hours. It may need somebody at ADGA to hit member instead of non-member. Right. And, and there are ways to reach out to ADGA. Um, people have been successful on the phone. Uh, there's also you can email support. Uh, if you're still having issues, there's your directors that you can reach out to and say, Hey, I'm having this issue. What do I do? And they can guide you in the right direction. Um, I do want to wrap this up with saying, um, as Nate always says, we're in this together. Yep. Uh, and that was the point of this episode is to let you know that Nate's dealing with issues. I'm scared to death of, to register a kid on what will happen. Um, I feel like most of the membership right now is scared to do anything and, and praying if they are registering animals that it goes through correctly, uh, which is, well, I mean, why even register? <laughs> I, I, I just want to say, though, yeah. I urge people to try. Here's why. you, We, as a group, won't know all the problems that are out there until we've all tried it. The other thing is so in I, trying it, you get an idea of what other people are dealing with. So I can agree with that, but I also kind of disagree, Nate. Oh, <gasps> man. Oh, we're disagreeing, folks. Oh, oh no. no. Uh, well, shit. <laughs> So, yeah, exactly. The world coming down. Uh, I, I disagree with the fact that ADGA, um, well, people who have been working on these issues uh, have said that if you don't need to register kids, don't just because it it does relieve pressure. Believe it or not, they have it's, it's a busy time of year. They got a ton of registrations and transfers to go through. So if you don't have to, my opinion, just mine, is don't. Um, well, I mean, but if my, you need to for shows or something or sales, have at it. I guess my, my point actually more is try it. it it's a humbling experience. Um, <laughs> go on and check to see that your animals are there. Um, try logging on. Um, if you have kids to register, ask yourself do they need to be registered? Right now. 
right now. Can you wait till June to, or May to register them? Um, well, I'm only waiting like another week or two, and then it's I got to get them registered because I would like to show them. I would love to show them, but at the same time, my wife and I have asked each other, do we need to show our kids this year? You know, we have some beautiful dolings we'd love to show. But do we need to? We'll exactly. see. We'll see. So, um, well, and that being said, yeah, I think I think minutes, that's a, I think that's a good spot to end it. I'm sure uh, people are tired of hearing us uh, crab about it enough, um, and I, I'm sure there's people that are like, well. What do these guys know? John's a newer breeder, and Nate's just getting back into it. So what do they know? Well, I have common sense, and common sense says this is not good. Okay, so I'm so, gonna I'm gonna go there and say, you know, yeah, John's a newer breeder. He's got tons of experience on dairy cattle. Um, I'm gonna getting back into it. Yeah, I've been back into it for five years. After a ten year break of previously 30 years. You have a lifetime's worth of it. I mean, you have a lifetime's worth um, of uh, goat knowledge. So, But, but anyway, um, <laughs> no, I think, I think the, the, as I said, we're all in it together. I do want to take a brief moment. Uh, New York State just had a uh, loss of a historic uh, gentleman. Uh, yes. Matt Fry. Recently passed. Um, he's survived by his wife, Carol. Um, Matt was there when I was knee high to grasshopper. He's kind of a solid institution in New York State. Uh, he raised Toggenberg dairy goats that even recently were uh, relevant in the show circle. Um, and uh, he will be sorely missed. Um, and yeah. So just, uh, Matt, you know, wherever you are, you know, we're thinking about you. Yep. I agree. Um, I never had the chance to meet him, but I've heard stories and he seemed like a very knowledgeable guy. Very knowledgeable, very solid, very sensible. So, yeah. Yeah. And that, so no, I think that's a good, uh, that's a good spot to enter, folks. Next week, uh, we isn't that next week the uh, interview with somebody or yep or after nope? I can confirm that. Okay, so we we'll, we might have guests on, we might not. Um, but either way, this has been Ringside, an American Dairy Goat podcast. Hey, folks, we'll catch you on the next one. Night. Ringside, an American Dairy Goat podcast, is not an affiliate of the American Dairy Goat Association. All opinions or information regarding the ADGA does not represent the registry.